Hey, hey, hey! Howdy doody do, troopers. This is Jonathan. You might also know me as Jono. And uh, this guy over here is an old friend of mine. I've been knowing him for over a decade Too and fucking long. Doing... Yeah. Yeah, and we do this show together in 18 episodes in. I think we had a collective, uh, we're building up quite a mass of listeners, and we really appreciate all of you. Yeah, we're up to three now. Huzzah! Yep. Holy shit. Yep. So, yeah, um, (laughs) if you couldn't tell, if you haven't watched any episodes yet, to not know what asshole this voice belongs to, it's Zantok, otherwise known as Lister, the person that keeps things on track around here. Or at least... Otherwise known as asshole. Yes, otherwise known as... (laughs) The asshole who nags and says, hey, hey, is that episode up yet? Hey, hey, is it up yet? <laughs> a week later, hey, bro, episode though. So am I a jackass then? To be determined. To be determined. The, the name okay. is still pending uh, with the marketing team. Okay, yeah, we have we have quite a team of masks, don't we? Okay. You're the marketing uh, team? Yep. As far as as far as uh the, the whole self effacing goes, we that that was a fun time, but it's also gonna be a fun time recording this episode. I think this is the first Smasher Dash where we're going to be having two separate third party tussles. Correct. We have had third party characters Previously in Smash Dash, that's when we had uh, your good pal Jamie on to discuss yep. uh, Mega Man, no, not Mega Man, uh, Zero versus Shadow the Hedgehog. This round, both of our matchups will be third party characters. We wanted to get some of these in here, talk about something more than just Nintendo, because we've been kind of trying to hit different series between both mm-hmm. our Smash Dashes and our uh, Smash Topias. And we're just like, you know what? It's time for some third parties. Let's get into it. And I think probably yeah. once we get to like season year two, season two, whatever you want to call it, we're probably mixing things up a little bit more, I'm assuming. Because we're only yeah, going to be like, a... all right, we've got our one Kirby, we've got our one Zelda. Mm-hmm. We're going to get our fourth and even fifth party characters in the game. Like uh, Mickey Mouse and Harry Potter and Vacuum Cleaner. The one from Brave Little Toaster? Sure, yeah. Yes. I was thinking just the Dyson. No, no. The one Reef Little Toaster, for sure. But okay. let's be real, though. Okay. If we don't get Toaster, we have to have Radio. We do. Come on. And Blinky, too. I mean, Blinky, folk, Blinky, Blinky would be Toaster's up special. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know who has up specials today, though? Uh, all of the characters that we're going to be talking about. I naturally, mean, they don't, because we don't have movesets for any of them. This is going to oh, be one of those rare episodes where none of the characters in today's episode have a move set up on Smashtopia as of yet. Yep. Although that two of them... A... Uh, actually, all of them have been considered at one point. Yeah. Yeah, they have. And and two of them are also from fighting games, so it's pretty easy to just look up combo stuff online. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was researching was like... one of them, I was just like, alright, I have a move set. I have it already and... ready. Let's do it. Yeah. And speaking of these matchups, they are, uh, who are they again? They're Shovel Knight and Shantae, I think, is one of them that we're we'll diving the indie into. Crowd. Yep. And then our two then... fighting game characters, both brutal and murderous, but in 
fairly different ways. Scorpion yeah. of, of Mortal Kombat and Nightmare of Soul Calibur. Well, oh, buddy James. Edge, but, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like how Ryu is technically from Fighting Street. What? The first Street Fighter was called Fighting Street. What? Yeah, we're just going to toss that out there. The first Street Fighter was Fighting Street, and it was up. terrible. Hold yep. up. I gotta look this shit up. <laughs> okay. What the Enjoy shit? the trip down memory lane. What? No. This is bullshit. Hang on. <laughs> Hold the fuck on. And I'm pretty sure it was... Uh, no, you're wrong. You can... You're wrong. Yep. A port for yep. the TurboGrafx CD was released under the title Fighting Street in 1988, but Street Fighter is a 1987 arcade game. Eat shit. Ah, damn. But Fighting Street is so much better. No, it's really not. It, it also, sure the original is. Street I... Fighter is one of the worst games. Holy hell, yeah. is it broken. My yep. god. It's a wonder that they got to make Street Fighter 2. Yeah, I'll say. I'm, uh... I don't know about you, but I'm still looking forward to the second Fortnite. Um, there are two Fortnite games. Technically. Is the there really? The, the original game isn't the Battle Royale one. The original game was supposed to be something else, but it never... I don't think it's ever gotten out of early access. Because once... Um, uh, Battle Royale got out, no one really cared about yeah, the other thing. Pr pretty much. like Once Battle Royale became popular, they are just like, well, shit. This prints money. Mm -hmm. Fuck the other mm -hmm. game. Yep. I can't wait till we get to Fortnite and Smasher Dash because then we'll be going for, uh, you know, Thanos versus Batman. Things like that. I mean, Deadpool's in Fortnite now. That too. That's a great uh, leaping point for both characters, for all characters involved. Yes. In the meantime, you know who else is in I Fortnite? Think, uh, Elsa. Chucky Finster. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I am not. Uh, I am going to look that up right now. You know who else is in Fortnite? No. Azurda. Really? Ah, oh, man. I don't know who Ian Baran is, but he sure has a lot of views. You know who else is in Fortnite? Nobody, because no. Ian fucking sucks. Oh, what a controversial take for all of the... Uh younger folk in this hey, group that's hey. listening i played the game not for me <laughs> yeah i have never really quite bothered but that said know. i think i would enjoy it more than if i were to try PUBG. maybe battle bus will be in smash brothers i mean stage. it's the best choice of stage because then you can actually yep. travel around the areas otherwise it's just like Lol, Tricky Towers, but oh wait, Tricky Towers doesn't exist anymore. Oops. Mm -hmm. yep. Literally the only option is Battle Bus. Yep. Eventually we're going to get to Betty Boop in this game, but for starters, I think that maybe we should jump on in. and Exactly. Uh, and our final smash will be that whole St. James Infirmary scene. That would be nice. I thought it was but... going to be someone Popeye, but okay. Popeye as a playable character. That's on the Smashtopia wiki. You can look that up. It's great. That's true. So is Axel Van <laughs> of Critical Role, if any of you fans of that are listening. Yep. Well, you'll be listening after this, so there will be fans listening. So, 
But without further ado, I, I think we should probably jump into the, the meat of this episode, if you're ready. Alright, so our first match is going to be between what's well, probably the two uh, most talked about indie characters to get in this match. There's, there's, there's several of them out there that people like to see. Between Shantae, Shovel Knight, there's also Hat Kid, Hollow Knight. Uh, it's debatable if Minecraft Steve counts as indie or not anymore. But there's yep. plenty of indie characters that people would Toho. love to see added. Toho, uh, I've even seen support for Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, Owlboy, I think I've seen some for. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's, can you imagine that? I don't want to imagine Oh, that. man. <laughs> I really, okay. really don't. Needless to say, I do not support that one. Cuphead, no. man, I, I was supporting Cuphead for a while, and then we got the meat costumes, mm-hmm. like, alright, well, that's cool. Yeah, it is. But, I think we're going to have you start us off with an introduction to Shovel Knight, because I don't know those games. Yeah. All I know so, is he's a knight with a shovel, and that's all I can say. Shovel Knight is, in fact, a knight with a shovel. Was it the name that gave it away, or the design? Uh, Regardless. the name first the name first and then yeah and then he's actually carrying a shovel it's very interesting very charming uh some people out there may think that that's all that shovel knight is capable of but that's a story for another day so uh something interesting about shovel knight before we start is that he's a knight with a shovel but not a shovel who is a knight there can be some discrepancy in the naming there secondly though uh as much as that may degrade the character value in some eyes, uh, I love the guy, I love the game, I love the series. Uh, Shovel Knight was introduced as a Kickstarter campaign, uh, what, six or seven years back now? I think 2014 or 2013. Hmm. And has since become uh, an indie establishment. Essentially, I, I think Shovel Knight is the face of, or at least Shovel Knight and Shantae are the faces of indies and nindies hmm. in particular. Uh, like the indie surge on the Switch and on the Wii U, actually. Uh, the dude is everywhere. He's crossed over into multiple games now, including Smash already as an assist trophy and Brawlhalla, a few other things. Uh, that initial campaign, that initial game, Shovel of Hope, uh, that Shovel Knight stars in himself is a 2D platformer. Uh, I would say it's very akin to classic Mega Man or Wario Land in the way that it's set up. Uh, the general idea of Shovel Knight is you're playing to on a quest to look for his uh, friend, lover thing, Shield Knight. What? And that's a knight with a shield. <laughs> from, uh, from the grasps of the Enchantress at the Tower of Fate. And bet- between him and that goal are a team of other knights known as the Order of No Quarter. Uh, which Plague Knight and King Knight. That's an amazing name. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> and Plague Knight, King Knight, and Spectre Knight, who also have their own campaigns within Shovel Knight now, uh, originate from the Order of No Quarter. And you get to see in their initial, uh, respective titles kind of their backstory leading up to becoming members of that order. Uh, he And Shovel Knight has more at his disposal than just digging with his shovel or ripping off Scrooge McDuck with it or Cranky Kong. Uh, thanks to the power of relics that he finds throughout his journey. And we'll talk more about that a little later. Alright, well, Shovel Knight's Knight's opponent today is the Half-Genie Shantae. Shantae uh, is a series of games that was created by WayForward, 
and it's actually one of the mm -hmm. oldest indie series out there with its oh, first yeah. game coming out in 2002 on the Game Boy Color. Like, that's some old-ass shit. Most, the vast majority of the indies that people talk about now are no younger than, like, 2010-ish, if that. Mm-hmm. It's, and then we got this one that's from back in the old, the old-ass Game Boy Colors. Like, holy damn shit. That said, the next game wasn't released until 2010. There was a yeah. long time between Shantae 1 and Shantae 2. The mm -hmm. whole character of Shantae is, well, she's a half-genie, and she is essentially the guardian protector of the small town called Scuttletown. How she became the guardian protector, I'm, I don't really know. But uh, she's dressed up like a belly dancer instead of, you know, wearing knightly armor like Shovel Knight. And instead of having like a... Yeah, yeah, you could say that. She has the, the whole I Dream Genie outfit. You could definitely go with that. Uh, yeah. Instead of being able to, like, use weapons and relics, I mean, she does have some weapons. She, can use, she primarily will attack using her hair or by transforming into a variety of animals by dancing. She's got other magical powers, and um, at one point, she even lost all of her genie abilities and had to team up with her nemesis, Risky Boots the Pirate. And was given various pirate equipment to help her out. Mm -hmm. There's a whole thing with the pirate king, you know. Gotta stop yeah. the evil pirate with the other evil pirate. It's mm -hmm. kind of how things go. She's best friends yep. with a zombie. Who has betrayed her a couple times. Because she wanted to eat her brains. But it's all good now. <laughs> for some reason. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yep. But Shantae is uh, very much a platformer. Uh, with a little bit of Metroidvania thrown into it, but not. But uh, for the most part, all the games pretty much play the same. They just have different areas that you go to, and some different transformations, different equipment that you can use. Yeah, it's interesting with uh, with Shantae, where she she ended up near like the apex of of the Game Boy Color's lifespan, uh, just in two thousand two, as that system was leaning into the GBA era. But it was such a well-regarded game that, that it stuck in people's minds for a long time from way forward, which at the time was more of a more of an independent developer than they are now. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally seeking funding, there was a huge surge behind that revival. And then Shovel Knight came onto the scene, and between the two of them, I think they've both played that big role in in uh, driving attention and legitimizing independent developers. Right. And you uh, mentioned that Shovel Knight was um, funded via Kickstarter. I don't know mm -hmm. um, which games of Shantae's were also Kickstarter, but I do know that the fourth game, Half Genie Hero, was created through a Kickstarter as well. Possibly the yeah. third and fifth game as well, but I, I only really I believe Pirate's Curse was. One. Okay, that yeah, would make then, sense. Uh, then, then uh, interestingly enough, around the same time, you also had Toki Tori uh, come out on the Game Boy Color by an independent developer. And it came back for a resurrection on WiiWare that was pretty well regarded. And then it just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Like, they're they're still porting it and its sequel to the Switch, to the Wii U. But they're on flash sales all the time. The company's not really doing a whole lot. But then Shantae, who was made around the same time to similar reception, blown up. So that was just an interesting side fact. Ah. Yep. One day we'll be talking about Toki Tori somehow, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. 
Yeah, absolutely. Tokitori versus Mappy. Anyway. What about Burger Time? Uh, Burger Time 2. All and uh, Cement, would you believe it or not? The old Game & Watch title. Uh, shall we Shall we dive into Shantae and Shovel Knight fighting one another then? Their abilities, weapons, and skills to see who, they turf, who would win a death battle? Yeah. Basically, yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the show. Oh yeah, this ain't that show, and this ain't that dance. Actually, Shovel Knight has been in a death battle. Things. So there is that. Actually, of our four competitors in today's Smash Dash, Shantae is the only one that has not been in a death battle. Well, with our massive social influence, hopefully we can change that. Shovel Knight was against Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yep. I would ask, but I'm not going to spoil it for everyone else. <laughs> I know Nightmare was against Guts from Berserk, mm -hmm. and I don't remember who Scorpion was against. I don't know either. Maybe an actual Scorpion from Deadly Creatures. Doubt it. Doubt it very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Uh, well, Shovel Knight, uh, to his credit, besides the old Scrooge McDuck and, and digging into the earth with his shovel and attacking people with a shovel, or for, for clarification, digging into the earth and then like spreading jewels all over the place that you can pick up, mm -hmm. or attacking with a shovel, also has the relics. And that is a sizable list of items that you get throughout the game, and you can work them in a Castlevania-esque way afterwards, where you can hold them in your inventory, and, or rather Metrovania, hold them in the inventory and use them at any point after you've unlocked them, as opposed to other titles uh like an earlier castlevania title actually uh this is like the Mega Man influence too where you beat one of the order of no quarter you get a relic or you buy a relic or you find a relic whatever and some of the relics include the uh the flare wand which uh similar to the fire rod in zelda in a, in a sense but the flare wand sends out a singular fireball that travels at a pretty heightened speed. I would say similar to Mega Man's Gears. Uh, the Phase Locket, which allows Shovel Knight to become invulnerable and invisible for a certain amount of time, like an enhanced invisibility cloak. Uh, dust Knuckles, that allow Shovel Knight to punch through multiple uh, blocks of dirt simultaneously. There's a lot of under-earth sections of the game. And uh, they're, also, they're also operative as just standard iron knuckles as well uh the throwing anchor you throw an anchor forward and you it's a sight to behold uh the mobile gear which you set down it's kind of a pl uh, steel platform with a uh little little steel wheel and then you jump on it and you can use it to ride platforms so it's the uh, the... the spinner from twilight princess in a way, yeah. It's it's very similar to that, now that you mention it. But less utilitarian, honestly. <laughs> um, the alchemy coin, which you toss a coin, and it, it moves along the ground, and enemies that are hit with the coin are turned into gold. What? What is this? Super yeah. Mario Bros. 2? Apparently so. <laughs> uh... 
and you can also like get into a little tussle with it because you can actually hit the hit that coin back um and and have like a shovel fight with it um some enemies like armored enemies uh there's the warhorn which uh works similar to the super horn from mario kart 8 actually jesus <laughs> where yeah you were it looks like a viking warhorn and you blow into it and it uh, disperses uh, the mic from Kirby is a better example actually. It disperses enemies within a certain radius. Right, right. Uh, propeller dagger, which is a propeller that's also sharp. A uh, chaos sphere, which is a little green ball that you toss around and it flies in all sorts of different directions. Once you bounce it off the floor, bounces off walls. It's crazy. Uh, fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> but the fishing rod serves to the truffled chalice, which is uh, really Shovel Knight's greatest facet, in my opinion. If you don't know the truffle king or the truffle dance, you shall soon be enlightened. Unfortunately, uh, probably can't look it up right now because you won't get the full experience of the music, but the general gist of it is that the truffle king, or at certain points in the game, you can use the fishing rod. There's like little sparkly things coming from the earth or from like a hole that you lead down and you normally die in. And if you drop your fishing rod down the hole, you can catch something. Sometimes it's a bag of diamonds or gold. Sometimes it's a truffle. And the truffle is a fish that looks like a truffle and a fish combined. And what? they, yeah, it's it's a strange thing. Like the Truffle King looks like a giant apple combined with, or like mushroom combined with a fish. And and they serve the Truffle King. And if you spare the Truffle, which you don't have a choice, you can't ever kill the Truffle. They'll fill your uh, chalice up with ichor, and that that the, those will buff you up. And I'm sure that could be part of his move set too. But uh, what I'm getting at here is. He can use a Truffle Chalice to summon the Truffle King and engage in the Truffle Dance for a final smash, which has all of the Truffle Fists jumping all over the place. The Truffle King just moves to and fro, dancing around. And it is a sight to behold. There were plushies made of the Truffle King and everything that sold out almost immediately. It was a grand campaign. It's it's it was beautiful. It's beautiful, right? And, uh, and that's uh, this doesn't sound cool at all. That's the initial, that's the initial pitch for Shovel Knight anyway. And there's there's more avenues you could take the move set if you wanted to dig into other knights as well. But kind of like classic Mega Man. But the idea between the relics and the trouble stuff, I'm sure that that's enough for a general idea. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, pulling up a picture of this individual now. It's okay. not at all what I would have expected. Yep. <laughs> I was expecting, you know, something in armor. Mm -hmm. Not a fucking fish. Yep. That looks like an apple. Yep. Kind of. Yep. But okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna... Move the fuck on to Shantae. You're going to dance like the Triple uh, King. You know, before we get into any of the dances, 
we're going to talk about some more of the more general items that Shantae can find and use in her games. Not all of these are really okay. combat, and they're not going to really be great in Smash. Like, Float Muffins, give you protection against pits. Not going to have any utility in Smash. Just mm-hmm. not going to fucking happen. Vanish Cream nope. lets you walk past enemies. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to say not going to fucking happen, though. But she does have Pike Balls, which are, you know, metal spiked balls that are going to be floating around her that spin around her body and damage any enemy that comes to touch her for a limited time. That's pretty cool. I don't Mm -hmm. know what would be the best move for that to be. Maybe the extra skill, maybe a standard special, maybe a down. Could be any of those things. She also has Flash Bolts or Fireballs that she can throw out. Uh, That's nice. That's everything from the first game that would really work out. The different games are different items. You know how this typically goes. Uh, she has a flamethrower mm-hmm. item that she can use. Nice. Uh, she has upgrades to the pike ball. She's got storm clouds that she can throw out, which will deal electric attacks. Also is, cool. Like the fact that it's an actual storm cloud is like wow. Okay. That's, yeah, it's, uh... it's very close <laughs> to uh, very close to fulfilling my dream of a playable Cracko Junior. That's kind of weird, but okay. Yeah. Uh, she can summon a bubble shield, which will protect her from projectiles. She also has a mirror shield, which will, you know, reflect projectiles. Kind of how that usually goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got her pirate gear, which is from the third game, such as a flintlock pistol. Uh, she has a pirate hat that she can use to uh, float over hazards. It's like she can go flying across with it. She has a scimitar that she can swing. A fucking cannon. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There's nice. also pirate boots, but those just, you know, make her run faster or run over lethal lava, which doesn't really work in Smash either. But I do think that the pirate gear would make a great alternate costume for her. But absolutely. I think Shantae would be the ultimate player for the lava game. Or is lava. What? If you're playing against her, I'm just saying she would cheat. She would treat... You dropped out there. Yes. No, no. I'm saying she would cheat. Oh, she would cheat. I mean, then just yeah. don't play against her on a lava stage. Come on now. You know how yeah, it goes. Yeah, just, just slap those boots on and the floor is lava. It doesn't matter. She uh, that... can walk on that floor without recompense. Sure. Uh, have to hero introduce <laughs> some items like Mega Shampoo, which will increase the damage dealt by her hair attacks. Uh, cream, nice. which will increase the speed of her whipping hair attacks, which is kind of nuts. <laughs> uh, she can wear bikini armor to reduce her damage by a half. Yeah, that's a, is she Tharja? That's a thing. What? No, she's not Tharja. No, no, no. Okay. That is not a thing. At all. <laughs> but the real, the real interesting thing that she can do, the really cool thing that people care about is her transformations. Shantae... Oh, yeah. Loves to dance. And when she dances, she uses magic to become a monkey, an elephant, a spider, a harpy, a tinker bat, a mermaid, a crab, a bat, a mouse, a dryad, a blobfish, a gem jug, Sophia <laughs> the Third from Blaster Master, a newt, and a gastral drill. She transforms oh, into a lot of things. Now, m- most of these are for like um, platforming or puzzle solving, like. The monkey can climb up walls, the harpy can fly, the spider can uh, climb in the background of the stage, which is a really interesting idea. Mermaid Mm -hmm. can swim, the bat can use sonar, Uh, the blobfish 
I don't really understand the blobfish. Apparently the blobfish can bounce around on enemies for combos, but if you miss, then you get hurt. Which is weird, but okay. It should be in Smash. Blobfishes should be, should always be playable. I mean, that would be funny. So then yeah. There was a lot of other transformations that he considered for her that just didn't meet the cut, such as a succubus, a tiger, uh, a fiddler crab, instead of a, being a regular crab, a pill bug, a frilled lizard, or even a naga. I'm pretty sure that in the poll I voted for naga because, nice. holy shit, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Most, most of these aren't really for attacking. I mean, you can attack. The elephant can charge forward. The monkey, when it's on a wall, can zip off of it and towards an opponent, kind of like Spider-Man's classic web zip attack. The spider oh, yeah. can shoot out venom. The harpy has claws. The tinker bat has a scimitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, mermaids can shoot out bubbles. Crabs have their claws. Bat, I don't think the bat has an attack. Now it is the mouse. I oh, know the mouse has a mouse bite. All right. <laughs> She's not aware of that. Nice. Uh, Sophia the Third, obvious. She's a fucking tank. I don't know. Mm-hmm. D- dudes can dash onto enemies. The drill can fucking drill. Jim Jug and Triad don't have attacks. But she has a lot of cool things. She can do that. I don't really know if she has a moveset. How many of these would really be used? I feel like the elephant is a for sure guarantee. With mm-hmm. a strong chance of the monkey. The rest, I'm kind of kind of unsure about. But she's got other utility as well. Such as like in the fireball. The various shields. Having floating mm-hmm. spike balls around her to protect her. That's really cool looking. Granted, yeah, Batman is. kind of already has that idea. But. Mm-hmm. But. Oh. Still cool. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my, my question is, how would the transformation set, would they be something where she, you know, you hit a certain attack button and she turns into that for a split second and, or would she actually transform with a special move and be that character so long as you are trans, uh, so long as it's activated? I mean, it has to be a transformation. If she just does a charge like the elephant or like spectrally surrounds her or something while she charges forward that'd be lame and it would not be well representative of the character at all which adds a little bit of complexity to developing her but this is our thing and not predicting that shit right 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 so she would be uh so essentially you would choose a couple like maybe three transformations and then it would be a full move set yeah or you could even nice or even it uh there's other possibilities that if um if you have more that you want to use, or if you have enough moves for the other things, you can try and tie maybe three or five transformations all to the standard special, hold down the button she's seen dancing, and then you can, uh, kind of like with Shulk, where he can choose the different attributes by holding on the special button and then tilting with the control stick. Maybe you mm-hmm. can hold down the special button, tilt the control stick around, pick a transformation, and then something happens, like maybe the elephant charges. Maybe the monkey can climb or do it to tech. I, it's not a strong idea. I feel like if you're going to do it that way, she has to be stuck in a transformation for a set time, which would alter some of her moves and make some of her moves not usable. Like, yeah. if, she's ele- like if she's the monkey, her regular uh, um, her regular smash attacks aren't really going to be happening. Right. But maybe that means you can okay. climb up walls or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or temporarily have nice. the wall jump ability or something like that. It's probably best just to have it pick out certain transformations and and put them on certain moves. But it's still a cool idea to think about, okay, what if you can map all of them to the standard special and then just rotate to which one you want? But actuality-wise, right. it's probably going to be really difficult to conceptualize. Right. But it's uh, it's an idea that's there, and you'd rather have something as, uh, as sinewy as this to work with as opposed to something more basic. 
Yeah. Because transformations would certainly be a part of the moveset. And she has a lot more going for her, too. Uh, the only detractor I can even think of off the top of my head is she wouldn't be the first character that attacks with her hair. No, she wouldn't be. Just But she would be the first character also... to attack with her hair. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, Shovel Knight's greatest uh, asset in this case, I think, is simply the fact that you can probably get away with using all of the relics in the moveset as well. So that would come down to... I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't think you could use all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Which ones do you think would be cut on, put on the table? I mean, cut you could definitely table, use right. the spike balls slash fireballs. You could have that mix in there. You could even have the fire projectile attack if you want that. Uh, the storm cloud, I think, would be difficult. Yep. And then you also also think the, about, uh... are we doing her... Are we going to give any for pirate gear a chance? Oh, I said Shovel Knight. Oh, I thought you were talking about Shantae. <laughs> no <laughs> okay my bad See, you, you've been cutting out a little so i haven't so i've been missing a couple of things that you were saying so i assumed okay you're still talking about her is that is that where we're going then okay i will lean in toward the microphone i just know that in the last couple episodes your mic has been quieter than mine so i was trying to like lean back so that would be on a more similar level mm. well, and maybe apparently that cuts me out okay okay well uh in that case i'll i'll lean more I'll lean forward. I now we know the experiment is a little bit of a failure on my end. <laughs> Just like you, as usual. Yeah, I know. I'm working that out though. For the first time ever, I think I'm proud of that. And anyway, uh, no, yeah, like Shantae, I agree. There's there's so much to work with with her. Like it would be impossible to do all the transformations. Oh, yeah. Essentially, it would be impossible to use. All of the different shampoos and creams. Let's just get that out of the way. I mean, they just wouldn't be used. Exactly. There's no way. Exactly. Yep. They're, they're stat boost <laughs> items. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless one of her specials would be putting on the shampoo, that would be bizarre. And I would rather not, because there's just, there's just more important facets of the game. Uh, as far as Shovel Knight goes... Uh, what I was implying there earlier was that all of the relics that are at his disposal, I don't, like, you can lean into it. You can say, hey, um, he could take some of the guises of Spectre Knight and attack in a way similar to him, uh, which is similar to how, if you've seen the Hollow Knight Silk Song uh, trailer, it's very similar to how Hornet would, would attack from a diagonal angle or, or jump from a diagonal angle. Or, or he could be like King Knight and have throwing cars or... But I think uh, I think with Shovel Knight, it would ultimately be his relics stand on their own merits, and the reality would probably be a Shovel Knight moveset based on Shovel Knight's items. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely feel stuff. like if Shovel Knight gets in, his moveset should be based on himself and what he can use and not, oh, what can the Plague Knight do? Right. What can the Spectre Knight do? Like, if, if you're going to think of it that way, then make the Plague Knight or a Spectre Knight a character. Don't... I, yeah. Granted, Smash used to do this. They haven't really done this much, uh, starting with Brawl. But, like, Melee, they would... Okay, Lucas, but that was a clone character still. But mm -hmm. um, Smash 64, Smash Melee, they had a habit of taking, like, oh, here's a character. Let's give the moves from this other character. Hello, Ness. Mm-hmm. Enough of that. Mm-hmm. If the character doesn't... Yeah. Unless the character doesn't have much that they can do, let them do what they can do. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the Trouble King has a moveset in there somewhere. Maybe we should have been talking about... Hmm. No, I agree. But no, the Shuffle Knight does have the truples on his 
one thing going for him, but then the Relic List. Uh, engaging in the Flare Wand would be an easy... Uh, maybe you could actually have a down special where he swaps between uh, certain relics that are allotted to, uh, say, the standard special. Like the Flare Wand could be an easy standard, but the Dust Knuckles could also be an easy standard, or the Throwing Anchor could be an easy standard. You can toss a few his way. I mean, Dust Knuckles uh, sound more like a side to me. Yeah, that's true. I was I was reading off my list, and then I was but like, oh, a throwing I wonder anchor. if you'll notice. Yeah. Dust Knuckles and Throwing Anchor... Could be sides. Alchemy coin could probably be a standard. Warhorn uh, would be a good down. Warhorn would be a good down. Uh, the mobile gear makes sense as a down. Uh, two as a as a potential strange mobile recovery thing, or it could be an easy up. But the propeller dagger feels more natural for that. I mean, it's called uh, propeller dagger. Exactly. Fishing rod's going to make it in there somewhere. <laughs> As a as a grip at the very least, uh, chaos sphere another uh, completes the trifecta of a standard special probably. Um, maybe it's a final smash. Maybe, but triple triple dance triple dance, my friend. That true true that Fair should enough. also be in triple. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, what it basically comes down to, um, I think is you look at the list of plausible um, items and and transformations as applicable for each of these characters, and it comes down to what do you think would bring a more interesting moveset to the game as maybe, and if you wanted to stretch it a little further, a more interesting uh, overall world with the IP, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I do have some initial thoughts, but I, I do want to hear uh, yours as well. Okay. So, first of all, I'm looking at Shovel Knight's moves here. Uh, and if I was to make a moveset really quick out of these, what I, what I would say is Flare Wand is going to be your standard. Duck and Knuckle, Dust Knuckles is your side. Uh, the Warhorn is your down. Propeller Dagger is your up. Your extra skill is the Chaos Sphere. Or maybe the Throwing Anchor. I'd have to, I'd have to watch both of those to see how they work to make a real decision there. And for the final smash, you can go for the whole trouble thing. Yeah. Shantae, yeah. it's it's a little bit harder to nail out what her moves would be. Like, I like the idea of the, yeah. the elephant being a dash that she uses for her side. That's awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. The spike balls surrounding here, I think, could make a really good uh, extra skill. Could even do a standard or a down, but I kind of like that spot for the extra skill. Uh, from there, it gets kind of difficult. I mean, you could do uh, fireballs or flamethrower for her base standard. Or maybe throwing down a uh, a thundercloud to be a little bit different. That could be fun. She could use the harpy form to fly up. Maybe the spider can. I really don't know how to use the spider. It's just like a down special and it spits out acid, which is a possibility. I don't think she can right. use Tinkerbat, Mermaid, or Crabital, or the bat, or the mouse. Dryad! Thinking about this one. The Dryad in Shantae. It's pretty much just. Uh, she can create oranges by giving up magic. And then the gem jug is similar. She can create gems by giving up magic. I'm not... Okay. I'm trying to think if there's a way that you can do that. Like maybe convert the dryad into... She heals. Like maybe she has a magic meter mm -hmm. or something. And she can become the dryad form to heal up. To a small mm -hmm. amount. But she's also... She can't move when she's in the dryad or attack. So... She's very vulnerable at this point, and you have to, you know, transform out of it to be able to do anything else again. 
possibility there. I mean, the Sophia is obviously not going to be a power of moveset. You, that kind of can't happen, really. And I don't see the new... Sophia can be a character in itself. <laughs> I'm not yep. sure what a Final Smash for her would be. I mean, Blobfish would be funny. Not going to lie. Blobfish <laughs> would be very, very funny. But mm -hmm. I feel like more likely a Final Smash for her would involve uh, Risky Boots showing up and the two of them working together in some fashion. That would be interesting. I, re I really want to see the monkey somewhere in the moveset, but I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure how. Actually, you know what? Maybe maybe the monkey works like this. She can wall clean. She can wall clean and wall jump, but when she is doing these actions, she is her model changes into the monkey, mm -hmm. which would be very interesting because that means her uh, her her hitbox is going to be a lot smaller. It's going to be harder to hit her when she's holding onto a wall. That's cool. True. I like that. And you can lot. also have that uh that the uh the monkey bullet could probably be uh incorporated somewhere into there if you're having a fall. Yeah. If she's she, like, zooms across. the wall, if she could zoom across, that would be a very unique mechanic that we could see. I would love yeah, to see that. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um I, I do like how Shantae's problem is simply having too much to work with because you would rather have um it's a lot like when you're 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 uh not like you would prefer this sort of reference but it's a lot like in singing where people who would judge you based on your singing ability would prefer you to be sharp where you're singing higher than what you should be than flat where you're singing lower and you're out of and you're out of breath because they're like hey you have something to work with so you, we can coach you so in Shantae's thing we just it's a it's a similar case where we're saying oh there's just so much to work with how do we narrow it down to yeah. to centralize it and, and make it shiny? I've also come to realize that a lot of the characters that I really like and want to see in Smash are characters that have a lot of tools and it's hard to pick out what moves you want to give them. Like Shantae, Steve from Minecraft, mm -hmm. the Dragonborn, Mega Man.exe, or any Mega Man, really. Yep. They all have a yep. ton of options. And it's just a matter of, okay... Fuck, how do you narrow it down into not only was uh, what would be a best symbolic of the character, but also what would work in Smash and what would be cool, unique, and just fun? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, like Shovel Knight would be a, I think, a very well-rounded character, and there is a lot to work with to create a moveset that would be fun. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm struggling to see how he would be anywhere near the level of individual individuality as Shantae. And that's kind of where I'm standing right now. He's got some cool stuff. There's no denying it. But I do have to say, the fact that Shantae can transform into all these different animal forms and do these different techniques, like even though the elephant's primary thing is to charge forward... That's nothing to say mm -hmm. that if she, if she was able to keep different transformation forms for a set time and have slightly altered movesets, it's an elephant. It can swing its uh, oh, yeah. trunk around. It can gore you with its horns. Okay, actually, her elephant doesn't have horns. Tusks. My bad. Whatever. But it can still stomp <laughs> or kick. The monkey can claw, whip its tail, smack you around, headbutt. The spider, it's a... Well, it can bite, and it's got pointy legs, and it can spit acid, so there's that. Harpies have mm -hmm. claws, and they can also smack you around. There's all kinds yeah. of possibilities here. And then there's Shuffle Knight as well, who has his 
well, his shovel sword thing. And then he can <laughs> throw fireballs. He can phase past enemies or go over spikes. He can charge yeah. forward dust knuckles, throw a goddamn anchor, turn enemies into a gold I don't really think would work in Smash. I don't see it. I don't. <laughs> I mean, as a victory pose, you know, you can be seen flipping a coin. Sure. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. But as a fighting move, I just don't see it. Mobile gear, I don't know about that one. I It's one I would have to see how that works to really get it. It looks like he's just running really fast and living an afterimage of himself in the pictures, but whatever. Warhorn would have would be unique. It's essentially a, a wind box all around him, but out of sound. Mm-hmm. Propeller Dagger, I can't see a good image of how he's using it, but I've seen mm-hmm. um, I see the concept art of the thing, and it's like okay, that's really strange, but it's different. So there's an idea. I don't know how the fuck you expect the fishing rod to be used. But I also wouldn't have expected Isabel to be able to grapple enemies from afar using the fish rod and throw them around. Who saw that? Yeah, I was gonna smash. That move is so no annoying. It's so fucking. And then she pairs it with her gyroid rocket too. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh fucking yeah, Isabel. Fucking Isabel, uh-huh. man. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know. One of my least favorite characters to fight because of that. It, I mean, it's true. She's good. She she's a pretty good character, mm-hmm. but. Going up against her can be a real pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Chaos Sphere, I mean, it bounces around. Bouncy, bouncy. Yeah. It's ball. Mm-hmm. I don't got much out of that. Like, <laughs> sh- 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 these two characters are ones where we have an example of a character who has a lot of possibility, and I don't immediately know how they would work because there's just a lot. And the Shovel Knight who is, all right, here are a limited list of moves. I immediately have a moveset, which is both good, but also, eh, you don't really have as much playtime. Right, like, There's right. less um, chance to mix it up and make it individual. Whereas I imagine most people making a Shovel Knight moveset, probably fairly similar. Most people making a Shantae moveset, probably a little bit different. I agree with that, because most people with Shovel Knight, they'll say, you know, the standard is the fair one. Does mm-hmm. not repel a dagger. Uh, down B can be Warhorn. It can also be Mobile Gear because uh, Mobile Gear works like. Imagine a Mario, a two D Mario game, and so, you have that platform that where you can walk on one side and it leans a certain way, or you walk on the other side uh, and leans another way. Yeah. So the Mobile Gear is that. So you can stand on one side of it and it speeds forward that way. Stand on the other side, it speeds forward that way. It has that like sharp edged wheel. So you can damage opponents with that and hmm. and that speed around. That is not what this and, picture was yeah. showing me. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I see it now. Okay, I was looking at the picture wrong. Okay, I'm on board. I understand that now. <laughs> and the funny thing is, yeah. I'm realizing after I was saying what I was saying about Shuffle Knight, where uh, you make moves that with Shuffle Knight, it's going to be fairly close to most people. My number mm-hmm. one most most wanted character, Gino. 95% of the moves that I see people make for Gino, the exact same. Because Gino yeah. doesn't have much to him. He does not have many mm-hmm. different things. My moveset that I made for him on Smashtopia, he has one original move because, well, there's not enough special moves for him when you include the extra skill. Yeah. So I had but, to you know, there's also, there's also something to be said for the characters who are very hyped but have less frills like, like, uh, like Gino. Like Terry, for instance, not that he was super hyped, but he's a character who came along and like, oh, we know how this is and then the soccer presentation you're like ryu what ryu as well um uh, both ryu, ryu and terry is exactly what everybody would have expected him to be 
Yeah, yeah. Ryu is, and and he was he's still one of my favorite characters to play as. At least Smash Four he was, he's and uh, and Banjo Kazooie as well. Uh, is also is a very basic move set that most besides the uh, side special probably most people would have always pictured that's how they would play. So there's something there's something to be said for that too, like a character where you where you know where you're generally going with it, um, with with little variance between moveset possibilities. It's still a character with with an interesting background that can get people excited. So uh, we're, we're uh, I. Shantae and Shovel Knight are also so the, in my mind they're on fairly even ground, but the and they're both they both established the Nintendo indie scene for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, well regarded characters. So the idea behind choosing between them is: do we choose the character that is pre-established essentially, or do we choose the character who? There's some more wiggle room that we have to work with to get it right. But when you get it right, it'll probably be, you know, objectively more in, like being interesting is not something you'd be objective about. But for the sake of the argument, uh, objectively more. Arguably more. Yeah, arguably more. And that's kind of where we stand. I, I feel like a lot of this is... I, I agree both characters would be good in Smash. Would I prefer one, one mode over the other? Certainly. Oh, yeah. But if one got in over the other, I don't think I'd be upset about it. Now, if Daisy oh. got in over Waluigi, that might upset me. But, oh. you know, that, that would never happen. But between no, Shantae and Shovel Knight, one gets in, you know, I'll cheer for him. Sure. Have all the characters that have gotten into Smash DLC already been ones I wanted? No, not at mm -hmm. all. I don't give two fucks about Terry outside of Smash. That's not to say that yeah. I think King of Fighters shouldn't have gotten a character, but he's not, he was never one that was ever going to be on my radar. But I'm happy mm -hmm. for his fans, and he's fun to play. His stage yeah. is fucking amazing. It's one of my favorite stages. Oh the, yeah. The the bounce back mechanic on the on the walls. Holy shit, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's one of the coolest things they could have come up with. I love it. Yeah, so I, I would I would love to have either of these characters in, but the nature of Smasher Dash is choose one. Yeah, exactly. I, I have a lean. I'm sure you do as well. As do I. As do I. And I, I imagine for most people, it's probably going to be what they're more familiar with. I think that's generally the case for most characters that people want to see in Smash. If you're more familiar with one game or another, you're going to want a character from that game. That's just natural. And these characters yeah. are both pretty damn close in terms of what they could bring to Smash and how they could fight. That I think it's very much a toss-up between the two. That said. True. I are, are, are you ready to make your declaration, I should say, actually? Uh, yes, but I also... I have a quick question. Go for um, it. The bounce back mechanic on Terry's stage. Okay. What if there were a hazard toggle that allowed you to use that on any stage? Honestly, we would. I honestly, I want more toggles. First of all, mm -hmm. a hazard toggle. Second of all, mm -hmm. a moving platform toggle. Because mm -hmm. some stages, it's like, oh hey, let's turn off the hazards of this stage because they're a pain in the ass. So it's like, oh now the platforms don't move anymore, and they actually made the stage 
cool and not just another version of this other stage. Well, that's fucking sad. I also mm-hmm. want a boss toggle for those stages that have bosses. Like, I would love Wily Castle if we could just turn oh, up the yellow yeah. devil, but keep the platforms mm-hmm. moving. Or mm-hmm. um, there's other stages that have... Oh, wait. Are there other stages that have bosses but also hazards that aren't the boss? Uh, I can only think of the Metroid stage in Smash 4 that's not. But that had hazards other than Ridley? Yes. Okay, I mean, those little enemies, I guess, but they only appeared when Ridley appeared. Okay, okay, but I guess not. And I guess maybe you could argue uh, the uh, Guard find, planes. Me, find Me stage. Guard Planes doesn't have hazards outside of Metal Phase. What are you talking about? The The ones that the platforms fall. Because Metal Phase slashed them. Oh, true. I thought you can activate that on your own. It's been too no. too long since I played that stage, really. Uh, but in the, in the yeah. event that we did have another stage that had hazards and then also had a boss that was separate from the hazards, a boss stop would be lovely. And then that that, mm-hmm. that knockback one would really only apply to stages that have walk-offs. But mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be fine with that being a toggle. But then it kind of removes any of the coolness from the King of Fighters stadium as a stage, which... Oh, yeah. On, on second thought, maybe I don't want it to be a toggle because then anything that would make that stage unique is gone. It's just the same what if, as any other walk-off stage. What if there were a toggle having a Trouble King dance on every stage? I can I can hear you working. You're... you're excited for this so between shovel knight and shantae what i'm thinking Mm -hmm. here is which character do i personally think would be more fun to play as Mm -hmm. and for me that answer is shantae i love the transformation aspect it would be crazy cool crazy unique nobody else has that sure other characters have turned into other characters in the past like zelda sheik but transforming into different animals to do different attacks. I mean, I, I love that shit. I've been wanting, this is a little bit different, but I've been wanting a summoner-like character for a long time. Byleth would have been great for that. Okay, like, hey, okay, have Byleth. Okay, now they summon Claude to a bow attack. Now they summon Edelgard to an axe attack. That would have been way better than what we got. But, mm-hmm. oh well. Shantae, not a summoner, but she's still a transformer, which would be a brand new niche to have into Smash, and I am for it. Yeah, it would be really something else. Really, really something unique. Uh, you mentioned having leans, and when we got into this, I think that you were already leading Shantae and I was leading Shovel Knight, just for the sake of these were games that we've... Uh, I don't know if you've played Shantae, actually, but you're more familiar with I, I her games. And I'm... It's not my kind of game. I'm, I would not be mm-hmm. unique at all. But I'm definitely mm-hmm. a lot more familiar with it than Shovel Knight. Right, and meanwhile, I'm more familiar with Shovel Knight since I've played the entirety of each campaign as opposed to playing one game in the series. Right. So that's uh so that's generally where we stand. And it's still it's still difficult for me to uh to fully grasp it because Shantae naturally, and I totally agree, uh has greater moveset potential in spades and would bring something totally different to Smash. Whereas Shovel Knight there's things that he would bring to the table that are different because most unique characters, I mean, they're unique for a reason, 
but the uh, level at which he would be bringing these unique attributes would be admittedly and objectively much lesser than what Shantae could do. Uh, so it, it comes down to, for me, judging between the two characters for their moveset capabilities, and also just thinking about the overall presentation of the titles that I have played, and just basing it off of what I know from each character. So, uh, you veer Shantae, and I veer... This is going to actually probably surprise you. Shovel Knight. That does not surprise me at all. No, I was I was going to vote Shantae. I was going to do it because I don't think that I had a great initial argument. And then we're talking about all of Shantae's different abilities. And then you actually came in and started building movesets out of thin air for Shovel Knight. And I was like, yeah, that could work. <laughs> I mean, it's literally what I do. <laughs> yeah. So... I look at the character and think... How can I make a moveset for them? Some characters are a lot easier to come up with than others. Shantae will take a little yeah. bit more work. Give give me some time. Give, give me like an hour or two to look up some videos oh, of her yeah. and see how things actually move out and how they actually attack. I can give you a moveset. Shovel Knight? Oh, yeah. Granted, I would still want to watch videos of him to see how these things are actually used. But just looking at the information I have here in front of me from the wiki, I have a moveset. Yep. And there's the oh, Shovel Knight dig coming out soon too. That we could we could have probably pulled stuff from that, but uh, alas, not yet. Not yet. So with that, everybody, we once again have a tie. I say Shantae. It... Jono says Shovel Knight. So there's only one thing that we can do. I have a tiebreaker. Put them in the heart games. That too. So yeah, I wonder how that would go down, viewers. However many of you there are out there, let us know. Mm -hmm. Who would you rather see be out of the Smash? Shantae or Shovel Knight? Your votes will determine the winner of this episode. We will put in the votes. We, we And it'll will. be We it'll have be not grand. had very many ties. No, we haven't. I think uh, the first episode we ever did there was, for Smash or Dash, there was a tie. There was. Of uh, Mock Rider and Balloon Fighter. Yep. And then I can't recall if there ever was ever since. Uh, according to my notes, there weren't, which is weird because I thought there was, which is strange. I don't think so. I, if there were, it might have been a tiebreaker guest. And then that's true. The probably that's just true. Like, that's probably a good idea. Because yeah. like, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at our uh, all of our episodes, and all of them indicate that we have a winner. So if we did a tie, we just don't remember it. Right, and that's fine. Maybe yeah. maybe one of our loyal fans will go back and. Look, listen through all of the hours of Smasher Dashes to figure it out. Very possible. Very possible indeed. <laughs> um, admittedly, I was thinking about that too, and I was like, hey, another tie would be... And they, these characters both have a high pedigree, so I kind of just kind of figured that it would be a fun one to see unfurl in this way. Indeed. Yeah, but moving on. Moving the fuck on. <laughs> You say that like we meandered. No, never. Oh, never. <laughs> no, we, we weren't talking about um, Hat Kid or Byleth at all. Trouble, tru, tru, uh, trouble dancer. Wow, you can't even say the word anymore, can you? I, I don't know what is happening to me. Maybe you need to Why, Lister, to why? Because I have cut a ski. Well, we're recording at 9 a.m., so going to bed right now and... 
Wait, it's 9 a.m. for you? It's 3 p.m. for me. <laughs> Where are you in the world? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I don't know, but there's an insurgence of fans who are excited to stump for her and smash on Smashboards right now. There's people on Reddit that stump for home for Home Depot. It's like, yep. what the fuck is the internet? I don't even. Carmen San Diego is in Home Depot. Oh my Corey gosh. In the house is there too. It's like Reddit, Reddit. Let, let, real talk here. The fuck, man. The fuck. Corey Baxter, man. Corey they was in that house, Shrek. maybe Corey. It's like guys, why? I want Shrek as well. Obviously the troll. Actually, but what the fuck? Find I had a I had a dream. I had a dream of that Shrek was playable in Melee. When Speaking I was a kid. of meandering. Yep. Okay, so the next kind of match on to the next matchup. Yes, it is. <laughs> which is going to be two very brutal, fatal. Some might say villainous. Yep. I mean, one of them's definitely a villain. The other one is sometimes just confused. He, so, he, are you he, talking he took about a cookie from a bad guy, and he's like, "You're my friend now." And the bad guy's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Are, 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 sure. are you talking about Nightmare and Scorpion, or are you talking about you and I? Description. I might be talking about you and I. Nah, that makes sense. I'm the villain, you're the one that gets confused. I was kind of thinking the same thing, yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, yeah, Nightmare and Scorpion. Nightmare from Soul Calibur slash Soul Edge, and Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, and I think that he also appeared on a Putt-Putt game so there's that wait what 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 did you say about putt putt <laughs> scorpion crossed over into putt putt no he didn't okay well i guess he was just from mortal kombat then yes mm -hmm. so so who, who's, uh who's yeah. the scorpion is it the scorpion king did they make a movie about this guy to join the rock johnson play him in a movie you know what's funny? The Scorpion King was the I a remember the Scorpion movie. King. Yeah, and I don't remember it for being a bad movie. I was like eight, but it's the that I ever saw where someone was beheaded, and I was freaked out for like a week. As like, what the hell? The so, one thing I will say about the Scorpion King as a movie is that it's a better <laughs> movie than the CGI of the Scorpion King in the Mummy Two. That was awesome too, wasn't it? Good movie, terrible CGI. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Perhaps they're disaster. both better movies than the... Than the Mortal Kombat movie? Mo than the Mortal Kombat movie, but the Mortal Kombat movie might also be a better movie than the Mummy reboot. Which is also a better movie than Twilight. Shots fired. I agree. Not a better soundtrack, though. Not like that matters. Scorpion oh, and Sub-Zero still a better love story than Twilight. I agree. You and I. Still a better love story than Twilight. That's debatable. But true. We'll ask the fans, just like we did Vote with Shovel Knight and Shante. <laughs> Scorpion, though. He's uh, not the Scorpion King, per se. He's uh, actually named Hanzo Hasashi. And he's actually better known as Scorpion, or in Japanese as Zenkatsuhito, which translates to Full Scorpion Man. What? Which, in my opinion, should have been his name everywhere. 
clearly. <laughs> so he is a uh, ninja who come back from the grave. He's been resurrected. He's a, he's the mascot of Mortal Kombat. I would say alongside Sub Zero, who coincidentally looks a whole lot like him. And uh, apparently, he's one of the few original characters that debuted in the first Mortal Kombat in the arcades that still in Mortal Kombat to this day. Yes. And uh, alongside Raiden and Sub-Zero. And uh, so, yeah, as you're saying, Scorpion has been, let's let's say, uh, guided down the wrong path throughout his esteemed career in Mortal Kombat, where he follows the bad guys as a uh, kind of an, an anti-hero or, or just confused and following them up to a certain point kind of situation. But generally speaking, yeah, he's more of an anti- and more of a supporting character, or especially after apparently he's gone from kind of a, what, a zombie-esque form into more of a human form in the more recent game. And different he is capable of different timelines. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Scorpion is a brutal brutal character mortal Kombat, as far as i know is still banned in japan for that reason yep uh you see scorpion in smash yep scorpion is the uh the face of controversy due to blood and gore in gaming like period when like mortal Kombat back in the 90s was associated with all of our parents and newscasters and politicians' poor opinions on video games because these fatalities would be going on. People would be ripping each other's intestines out on, on screens and arcades that kids would be in. They'd be like, holy moly, my nine-year-old is playing this? Beating <laughs> so, people to death with their own spines. Yeah, it's, uh, admittedly, it's, it's, a little, it's a little much. <laughs> even, even, uh, even for me. Uh, to to play through that game, I'm just like why. But it's uh, but fatalities back in the day, they they Mortal Kombat and Scorpion as the face of Mortal Kombat really pushed the envelope on what could be accepted in gaming, and and broke barriers that, in my opinion, shouldn't exist. Falling under the the statute of you know freedom of expression and speech and in in art mediums, so good for them. Although Japan still doesn't like it. No, they do not. <laughs> so there's that. And uh, Scorpion has a number of like spear and fire-based attacks at his disposal. That's kind of his main bag. And that's that's uh, that's Scorpion, or, you know, full Scorpion Man. To, to clarify something there, he doesn't actually mm -hmm. have spear attacks. He does have a weapon. He does have an attack that's called Oh, right. Spear. It's a chain. It's a spearhead attached to a chain, rather. Or, yeah, a chain or a rope, depending on the game. But he, he mainly, mm -hmm. as far as his weapons are concerned, it's more like daggers or knives that he'll use. Although he has also used axes in the past. Okay. The axe I did not know. So it's That could be a plus. In all the games. I, I was just right. looking through, oh, what weapons has he used? Like, oh, shit, he's used axes. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But Scorpion's opponent in this Smash Dash is technically not a real character. Is he from Kirby? No, not that Nightmare. Oh, okay. Nightmare is... How do I put this? We'll go with the word amalgamation? Or, um... Maybe Parasite? 
possession yeah. of sorts. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. in the Soul Calibur games, there is this evil sword called Soul Edge. It's this massive honking sword, kind of comparable to Cloud's Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII, which has, um, you know, it's slightly organic, it's got flesh, and it's got a gigantic eyeball in it, which moves and blinks. It's it's a real living ah. thing. It's uh, Sounds like the girl I dated in high school. Yes, actually, it's the exact same as that. <laughs> Solage has the spirit of Inferno inside of it. Inferno being a, a, a demonic-ish being of fire. Evil, there's no real doubt about that. Solage mm-hmm. has been looking for a host that it can't... That would be able to, whose body would be able to physically wield it, and then it could take over and use this for its own purposes, tricking a character into, you know, becoming their servant, more or less. It originally found Cervantes the pirate. Didn't work out with him. But the um, the main host that is popular for being such with Nightmare is Siegfried Stauffen, from, yep. who did appear in the first Soul Edge game, and then the later Soul Calibur titles. But um, you only see Siegfried himself originally in the first game. After that, he has taken on the Soul Edge Sword and become Nightmare, the Azure Knight, who is very demonic and beastly looking and just utterly brutal as fuck. Mm-hmm. And in later titles, it's actually a spin-off title, oddly enough. Uh, Siegfried actually separated himself from the sword. He got free of the curse and became his own separate character again in the playable in the playable roster. Mm-hmm. Which then leads you to go, well, okay, then what happened to Nightmare? The, his host is gone, so he's just a sword now, right? Well, yes. But actually, no. Instead, <laughs> what happens is uh, Inferno is able to uh, possess the discarded armor that Siegfried used to wear and create a brand new Nightmare out of that. Which itself mm-hmm. also did not last. And then I believe in Soul Calibur V, they found a new host who went by the name of Graf Dumas, which some speculate has connections to Raphael from the previous games. Which, if it's me, I would be very disappointed about that because Raphael is one of my favorite characters. And he's mm-hmm. not in the new rosters. I don't think he is, at least. And I am very, very disappointed about that. It pissed me off when I couldn't use Killick as the bow staff fighter anymore and he just became an edge master and if they did the if they got rid of my boy Raphael mm-mm mm-mm at least Masango is still in the game no <laughs> yeah I'm looking at this here and I don't think Raphael's in Soul Calibur 6 and I'm just like why why would you do this to me fuck you fuck you Raphael's you awesome give oh wait your hold on wait wait I'm wrong. Oh, you're wrong. For once. He is in Soul Calibur 6 as the playable character. It's just, it's not shown on his page on the wiki, but it is on the page for Soul Calibur 6. Okay. Okay. Nice. Sure. That's weird <laughs> to me, but But whatever. Sure. Yep. Oh, I know why. Because it's a fucking different timeline. And I was looking at the original timeline page, which he's That's not annoying. on. God damn. Apparently, Soul Calibur 6 starts a new timeline. And I was not aware of this. Oh, okay then. Weird. Good God. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Nightmare is technically an evil form 
and a sword that is possessing somebody else and creates nightmare out of that. It's not technically its own character, but he, as far as his own fighting style is concerned, big ass honking sword, heavy slashes, mm-hmm. wide ass slashes. He's fast. He's brutal. He gives no fuck. He gonna kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? He's as far as parasitic, pure evil characters go. Nightmare's kind of a badass. Uh, maybe, maybe more so than our old pal Black Shadow. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's a lot like Black yeah. Black Shadow. You know, he's the best we're gonna ever gonna get for, as another F Zero character. But mm-hmm. um, no, Nightmare blows Black Shadow out of the fucking water. <laughs> like, this, it's not even Imagine contest. Black Shadow in Soul Calibur Seven. Oh, that would be interesting. I mean, Soul Calibur Any... does like its guest characters. They Geralt do. Geralt is they do. In, or has been in Soul Calibur. Geralt has been uh, astoundingly after all this time. I think Link was probably still the most revolutionary. Yeah, or probably. Yoda. Or sp- if you want to go that way. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. The Star Wars characters might have been. Yeah. That was freaking huge, but uh, Soul Calibur Two, to my understanding, was the first time guest characters were in the or included. Yeah, uh, uh, it was okay. Link in the yeah. GameCube version, Spawn in the Xbox version, and then uh, um, oh, what's his name? Hey, hey Hachi. Hey Hachi, thank you. In the PlayStation mm-hmm. version, Spawn being in the game was just yeah. tickling, just and, and like I, random. And I believe every Soul Calibur game since then has had at least one guest character. Except for I think maybe so maybe the PSP game may not have had a guest mm-hmm. character. I'm not sure. Yeah, even Soul Calibur Legends on the Wii had Irving. Yeah, Lloyd Irving <laughs> oh. from the mm-hmm. Tales of games, which is like okay, <laughs> fuck what? Yeah, fuck exactly. What? <laughs> um, you know what? With Nightmare, um, right, at least at the very least, like, was... the main titles have not every spinoff has. Like I'm looking at Lost Swords. That doesn't have a mm-hmm. guest character. Right, right. But uh, the PSP but, um, game... Not see- oh, it has, that's right, it had Kratos. Oh, yeah, I, re- I remember this now. Yeah. Weird. Uh, there's there's somebody that goes by the name of Pizza Man Dude Guy. We've all been there before. On YouTube, actually, who I happened upon this video when I was looking at Nightmare's potential for mm-hmm. movesets. And... Uh, I'll link that in the description, but for now, essentially, Pizza Man Dude Guy um, offered something that no one else did in their interpretations of a Nightmare moveset that I think would uh, set could set him ahead, and that is stance change stance changes. Oh, where uh, like Urshifu in in the upcoming Pokemon DLC is kind of known as the stance change Pokemon where. I guess you evolve them at a certain point between two separate fighting stances. So, Nightmare, as you're saying, he has these broad sword attacks, these, uh, you know, shortened, more technical sword attacks, and and they actually have different names because he gets into separate sword fighting stances to establish them. And apparently, in Soul Calibur Six, there's actually a lot of different ways to engage in changing your stance and having a variety of moves still available while you're in these stances. So he has a uh, knight side stance, a knight behind stance, and a knight lower stance. Makes sense. So lower stance when he's uh, walking closer to the earth and whatnot. Behind stance when he has a sword to my recollection held 
behind himself, <laughs> obviously, and then his side sensor is holding it uh, normally or or above his head. So, and and encouraging different ways to use his standard attacks and different ways to therefore play Nightmare um, without the transformation mechanic necessarily, more so as engaging in a different sword fighting style. So I thought that was very interesting as something that he could do that not many other characters could. And then even if he had Urshifu in the game and he changed stances, or Heihachi in the game and he changed stances, those are both brawl fighters. They're martial artists, not sword fighters. Mm. So it's uh, so it's interesting um, from that locale. So that's uh, something I wanted to toss out there forthrightly. I don't know what your thoughts are, but there you go. I mean, stances are definitely a thing that can be done with some characters. It's, it adds some complexity to how they develop, but also would add uh, a new unique way that a character can fight. Right. It's, it's a, in a way, it's essentially here's a character with multiple movesets. Here's how you can trigger going from one moveset to another. Without mm-hmm. going from Zelda into Sheik, it's Nightmare into Nightmare but different, and then into Nightmare but also different. Yeah. Precisely. So I would assume the uh, you know the, the side stance would be default, and then he can go into behind or lower stance if you want to. Uh, Scorpion, comparatively, you know, it's it's kind of in a situation like Shovel Knight, as far as I'm concerned. Like, there's there's ways to combo and things that would be unique to a fighting character, but then you would have, I think, when you think of Scorpion, mm-hmm. there's just certain attacks that would be included, like uh, most movesets that I came across have a, like, let's get this out of the way right away, have some form of the toasty fatality as the final smash. Uh, you know, where you're launching his uh, the spearhead off of that chain into your opponent, and then uh, the Mortal Kombat announcer appears, which is hilarious and awesome, and it's like, finish them! And then Scorpion reveals his true face, which is like Ghost Ridery apparently, <laughs> and blasts them with fire that just sends them far. And if they're knocked out, they you get a fatality announcement. So that would be fun. And just the idea of a of a more uh, lithe ninja like character is not really expounded upon a lot in Smash. We have Sheik and we have Greninja, both of which, in my opinion, leave something to be desired from the ninja archetype agreed still um and then you can even have hayabusa in there as a more traditional ninja or with the dragon moves and have scorpion stand beside him and there'd still be so much differentiation between the two characters they would both still be pretty interesting uh scorpion approaches ninja from like this demonic outset with his brutality and also with all those flame-based attacks uh like fire breath and and uh, just forcing pools of fire to emerge from the earth, and uh, and even his up special could be the flame port where he bursts into flames, and then reappears in another burst of flames as a different type type of teleport. So there's all sorts of ways to work with that too, um, to his credit. So that would be a very interesting character as well because I think although Nightmare is more evil. Scorpion comes from a place of Hellspawn. He's from a more yeah, exactly from a place of Hellspawn. 
and he's also just from a yep he's also from a game that just requires more ferocity than than soul Calibur. and the, that matured stance i would imagine is something that would translate into his character in smash i mean hell the guy can even essentially merge his body with fire and pass through his opponent to burn them mm-hmm. alive and then reappear on the other side the dude's mm-hmm. fucking brutal Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason, and he's only sometimes that Mortal Kombat guy. is not going to Japan, and that Scorpion can technically never appear in Smash because it's like they're not going to add a character that whose games are banned in Japan. That's just not fucking happening. But no, no, it's not. I mean, if that was going to affect our decision, we would not even be, we wouldn't even bother to talk about Mortal Kombat. Because oh yeah, want? we're talking about it because the the prospect is interesting and fun. Right. It's what do we want? Right. And we want to consider Scorpion. And he's got some crazy ass tools. Like, uh, there's also, there's the, um, uh, come over here, or get over here, or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Where he mm-hmm. throws his spear on the rope, forwards, hit, embeds it in somebody, and pulls him close to him. That's obviously the standard special. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could throw down the fire pools for his down special. The fiery teleporters is up, absolutely. The side. Side is probably fire breath. Probably. Yeah, it could be uh, fire breath or uh, flame bullet. Yeah. Perhaps it, it Some... could be. It could be something of that sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know what he would have as an extra skill. I mean, there's he's got plenty of other things that you can think of. But then Final Smash, yeah. Well, oh, well, I know. It is weird. For he me can throw an axe. No. Boring. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> For some characters, that'd be cool. For a Scorpion, no, that's boring. I mm-hmm. mean, his Final Smash, while it, it is weird to think of him doing a fatality in Smash, because like, oh, hey, look, he's ripping out Princess Peach's spine. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's got to have something of the sort. Like, if, I, if I'm trying to think of a, in quotes here, kid-friendly Final Smash for Scorpion... It's going to be um, his flamethrower-looking fatality, but instead of showing them, like, burning the flesh away, it just shows them being engulfed in flames. The flames kind of overtake the whole form, so you don't see what's behind them. And we just hear, and then we just we just hear a lot of fire, and then we just cut back to the match, and they're being thrown somewhere over in the sky because they've just been hit with a lot of damage. That way you don't see them actually being fucking murdered, but that's still the yeah. idea of it. And of course, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had actually forgotten about the toasty thing. I had absolutely forgotten about that. But that absolutely needs to be involved in either his final smash or at least a taunt. Yeah. It's got to be one of the two. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Part, part of me thinks yeah. a taunt would be better. But mm-hmm. considering it's part of his whole fatality thing in the early games, I feel like it needs to be in his final smash. Yeah. Quite possibly indeed. Yes. Um, And then, you know, more, more for... Nightmare too. Besides changing stances to change how he can attack, he also has um, Reconquista, his horse. Now I believe that's a new move to Soul Calibur Six as well. I could be wrong about that, but like I, I was watching some mm-hmm. videos of what he can do in his attacks, and it's like, okay, so there's a gigantic pillar of spiraling dark energy. That's pretty cool. Oh, oh, now he has a horse made out of this dark energy that he's riding on. Oh, God, he's charging the opponent. What the shit, man? 
Yeah, Soul that was Calibur pretty cool. Soul Calibur did not used to have these kinds of moves. What the shit happened? Mm-hmm. Maybe part of it is battling against something that's way more over the top like Mortal Kombat. I because mean, I think Mortal Kombat 5 came out that same year. I, so. I don't know. Wait, Mortal Kombat <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm... Wait, hold on. Mortal Kombat 5? They're on 11. How would Mortal Kombat 5 have come out in the same year as Soul Calibur 6? This is how much I do not know about Mortal Kombat. This is how much you do not know about other games that are not Nintendo. You're in the same boat. I know. <laughs> no, uh, I, I okay, Mortal Kombat 11. Starting, uh, I think Soul Calibur 4 was the start of Soul Calibur, starting to add some over-the-top moves. It might have been 5. Right. I'm not entirely sure, but it was definitely 1. Well, I'm, I'm guessing it was 4, because you know, that's when they added in the Star Wars characters. I was going to say, when you're fighting against uh, Yada and and uh, Anakin Skywalker, what are you going to do? Run. Yeah. Too bad it wasn't actually Anakin instead of Darth Vader, then you could add a sand attack. Uh, honestly, of all the guest characters they've added, the Star Wars characters are the biggest what the fuck. Because, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. I'll allow you to bullshit an excuse for why the sword Soul Calibur or the sword Soul Edge could stand up against the lightsaber. I'll let you bullshit that one for me. But Maxi and his nunchucks? Bitch, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Um, I'm hoping for a return to Star Wars with the next Soul Calibur. Can we get Babu Frick in there? Uh, actually, you're going to get Amaterasu. That would be even better. Yeah. And Babu Frick will be riding her. I mean, we could... I don't, I don't know if they're doing more DLC for Soul Calibur 6, but they've done one guest character for each season of DLC. We got um oh okay we got Geralt in the base game. Two B was in the first round of DLC, and then Halmaru was in the second round of DLC. Oh, got it. Yeah, nice. But outside of that, um, Nightmare is primarily just swings around a massive sword in a variety of ways. He has this gigantic claw on his on his right hand that he can also attack with and crush skulls with. Right. Uh, right. He he has some some of the attacks have like a um have fire properties to them. Like he might swing his sword and then. Fire just trails behind it as well, or he can even um, have some dark dark energy being in his attacks. But he's primarily, I'm gonna beat you in half with my fucking sword. Yeah, but there's also uh, the night terror form that Nightmare has had in the yeah, past. Yeah, that night night terror is basically if he is able to completely rebuild the Soul Edge sword, which has various um, shards of it that were broken off over time then he can take on the secondary form where he's even bigger, beastlier, and he's got wings for some fucking reason. Mm -hmm. I would not expect Night Terror to be in Smash. If they're going to... It could be a Final Smash, sure. But uh, the Reconquista thing that he's got with his horse, that's Final Smash material. That, that would that's absolutely be his Final that's Smash. That's also true. You can he, have he him summon have, the for a period of time for a like, jump or, his, or an up special. His special moves that he has in Soul Calibur aren't nearly as flashy as other fighting games like Street Fighter or Tekken or Mortal Kombat. They're all just mm -hmm. different ways that he swings his sword, and that's pretty much what all the characters are like. But that Conquista mm -hmm. attack, that is Final Smash. No doubt. And some yeah. of his other yeah. attacks, they can just be turned into special moves for Smash or Smash attacks or aerials or what have you. Right. Right. Okay. I think... Uh... We've kind of laid it out on the table then, haven't we? I think so. 
Yeah, so do I. So do I. Do, do you? Are you leaning one way or the other? Oh, right? I'm so fucking literally on the lean. Are you kidding me? One of these characters <laughs> would be a lot more fun than the other. There's no denying that. I, I would be up mm-hmm. for either of them to be in Smash, sure. But if I have, if I get to pick between them, there's one that would be a hell of a lot more fun. Yep, and I are. I know what you're gonna say. So, so could maybe we can do a countdown on this one? All right, let's do it. Okay. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Shantae. Scorpion. Wait, hold Shantae? on. Shantae? Okay. No, I, <laughs> but no, I am going with Scorpion. I mean, come on. The th- having fire appear from below your enemies or being able to throw that fire that makes it appear. Ha- spitting up flames mm-hmm. from your own mouth. Becoming one with fire and then appearing on the other side of them. The teleport. Get the get over here. My God, Scorpion would be fun as hell. Never going to happen. Absolutely mm-hmm. never happening. But do I want it mm-hmm. to see it? Do I want to make a move set for it? You're goddamn right. It would be amazing yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, there you have it. Shovel Knight and Shantae get to duke it out. And our voters or our audience will decide with a by casting their votes in the comments on... My website, jfrom.com, any of our social pages, YouTube, our Discord, all those links will be readily available always. But as for Nightmare and Scorpion, it's more even cut, and we are siding with Scorpion. Which is, uh, to Nightmare's credit, to Nightmare's credit, Nightmare will actually have a possibility of making it into Smash. So sure. that's Nightmare's Constellation Prize. <laughs> yeah. The Constellation Prize is, yeah. you have more than a 0% chance. Your opponent does not. Yeah, I mean, as far as getting another Namco character in Smash goes, Soul Calibur feels like a natural way to go with it. It's either Soul Calibur or Tales of. I mean, Tek- Tekken has a chance, but I Tekken's, feel like yeah. if Tekken was going to get a character, they probably would have already. It's just kind of yeah. weird that they haven't. Watch, before, we get, before this even goes up. I mean, mm-hmm. well, I mean, that's not happening because it's going up in like a month. And yeah. The only thing we know is Arms is getting a character. But <laughs> if I remember correctly, Heihachi was considered. Yeah. But was ultimately not included, which, you know, there's been characters that were considered not included and then were added later on. Ridley. Yeah, like Villager. The, the yeah, Mies. James Bond. James Bond is not in Smash. He is in my heart. You don't have one. Okay. You sold it so that you could make a podcast. <laughs> what a what a deal. <laughs> I mean I was eating well that and night. That's also true. <laughs> okay. where were we going with this? I think we were going with the outro and the teaser for next episode. Oh yeah. So, um the teaser for the next episode is <laughs> This is kind of a hot button issue with. Oh our yeah, community, it is a controversial say. topic in the Smash community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there too much Fire Emblem? I guess we're gonna find out when we talk about it with a special guest next time on Dragon Supercast Ball Z Brothers. We'll get to that too. I'm sure. I hope there'll be a lot of Goku conversations. Please? But I think no. Frieza should be playable. Nope. No, Majin Buu as a baby. Why not just Kid Buu? 
because the distinction is there. It's kind of like having Baby Rosalina and then Detective Baby Rosalina. Oh, let's not talk about Mario Kart Tour. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, see you next time. Bye, everyone.